Welcome to Living the Messiah's Love. I'm your host, Kamisha Lucier. I'm so glad that you're here in the new year with me and my beloved. I'm so happy to be in 2024 with you and continuing with our progress in the basic training series, God's Warriors. And welcome. I'm so glad you're here. (laughs) My darling is here with us. And before we get started, let's just open up in prayer. Lord, we thank you. We want you to have your way. We exalt your name, Jesus Christ. And we decree and declare that you are Lord and everything that that means. You are Lord in our lives. You are Lord here in the earth. You are Lord in the spirit. You're Lord beneath the earth. And we just thank you. And we bow our knee to the name of Jesus Christ. And we know that you rule and you reign in the affairs of men and you rule and you reign in every capacity in every way, shape and form. And we just take this opportunity to say, we love you. We adore you. We thank you. We praise you. And we cast our cares on you because that is the highest honor we can pay you to obey your word and your will. So we cast our cares on you. We lay every burden aside, everything that is on our minds that we are concerned about, that we have been contemplating. Lord, we just throw it at your feet because we know that you care for us and we trust and rely upon that care. Lord, you are the God who is more than enough. You're our God who's more than enough in our lives and your grace is sufficient for us. So we just take that rest. We open the door for you, Holy Spirit. We welcome you to come in and we already know that the devil is cast out and you are already rebuking the devourer for our sake in the almighty name of Jesus. And we find our rest and our place with you and in you, Lord Jesus Christ. Um, We surrender to your will, Lord. We surrender to your way and your right to have dominion and authority over us individually, uniquely, and independently. And we rest in you, we trust in you, we rely upon you, and we love you and we thank you. In the almighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. And amen. All right. Now, I thought we were wrapped up on the Source of Power (laughs) series. I really did. But Holy Spirit caught my attention um, after we finished recording the last episode and he said there's one more thing I want you to say just to bring this connection point to the next to what we've been talking about in the next phase that we're going to so we're going to look at some springboard scripture here today Um, we're going to look at first John chapter four verse four the gospel of John 11 42 and revelation 12 11 my beloved will you read these things for us and then we'll get started. Absolutely. Please and thank you. So 1 John 4, 4 says, You are from God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. Amen. Mm-hmm. And of course, that's talking about Christ Jesus and the fullness of the Godhead. Amen to that. And John 11, the Gospel of John, chapter mm-hmm. 11, verse 42 says, I knew that you always hear me, but because of the people standing around, I said it so that they may believe that you sent me. Do I may continue with that? Amen. Nope, that's it. Okay. And then, Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. 
says, And they overcame him because of the blood of the Lamb and because of the word of their testimony. And they did not love their life, even when faced with death. Amen. And can you go back for me on this one? I do apologize. I didn't give you this beforehand. Um, Verse 10 and then 11. For the Gospel of John. No, no. Revelation 12, verse 10 and 11. I'm sorry. Let me speak English today. (laughs) That's all right. Let me be clear. I'm sorry, honey. No worries, honey, honey. Revelation 12, 10 and 11. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come, for the accuser of our brethren has been thrown down. He who accuses them before our God day and night. And they overcame him because of the blood of the Lamb and because of the word of their testimony. And they did not love their life, even when faced with death. All right. Amen. Amen. Now we're ready to rock and roll. So the title of this episode is How to Talk to God. Mm-hmm. And that's what the Lord said to me when, um, after we finished the recording on the last uh, case study um, episode that we did, he said, tell them how to talk to me. Amen. And I said, okay. And then as I listened, I'll just tell you exactly what he told me. He said, talk to me as though I'm standing right there with you. Mm-hmm. And, and the way he said, it, he said, tell them to talk to the Lord as though he's standing right there with them, with them. He is right there with you. Oh, honey, go ahead. You had something. No, I was going to say, uh, that's something that many people don't understand. I, and, and there was a time I didn't understand it. Or I, there was even a, a prophetic word I received long ago. Mm-hmm. And in this word, I remember it clear as day, this, this man, the servant of the Lord, right? The, mm-hmm. the, the servant that the Lord spoke through said to stop crying out to God. Right? There were many things that I wanted to see. And experience, you know, the power of God working mm-hmm. in and through, through me and my life and my ministry and, and all these other things, right? And I say my ministry, even before we had this ministry, I'll tell you, we had a ministry. I had a ministry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You listening have a ministry. Amen. Right? Just because you may not be uh, incorporated or, or whatever the mm-hmm. case is, right? Nationally, or look I'll the say, way anybody else is right, does. It, or... it may not be registered as, a, as an entity, right? It mm-hmm. does not matter. The, you have a ministry before the Lord. Mm-hmm. But, but um, how we talk to the Lord, there were so many things that, you know, we, uh, I was literally crying out for. I want to see revival and, and all these wonderful things of the Lord. And he sent this servant to say, hey, stop. Stop crying out to me. And he and he's continued by saying, when you cry out, it suggests that the Lord isn't there. But when you just speak, the Lord's there. Mm-hmm. All that's all we have to do is speak because he, he said in his word, I will never leave you or forsake you. Mm-hmm. He is right there in our midst. Amen. Whether you see him or or know it or understand it or not. Now, you should understand it because that's why we're going through this series, right? And be getting trained up to become God's warriors. Amen. And just to, to gain understanding, the Lord's right there next to you. He's here with you. He's on you. He's in you. The Amen. fullness of the Godhead dwells in Christ and Christ dwells in you. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit abide in us. And he sent his Holy Spirit who... If, you should be baptized in the Holy to Spirit by this us. point, Amen. and His hand is upon you. 
Yes. So remember in the in the the last couple of case studies, we were talking about the difference between, and I'm making air quotes, believing in God and believing in Jesus and having faith in the name. The believing in God with the air quotes around it and believing in Jesus is general and it's distant. There's no confidence that God is divinely connected to you, that God will work on your behalf, that he hears your prayers, that he's there with you. Mm-hmm. But when you have faith in the name of Jesus Christ, you know that he's there. He's with you. He's in you. He's for you. He's on you. He's in you. And you know that the power will and does work in your life when you speak the word of God, not just when someone else says it, but when you open your mouth to speak and to um, come before the Lord in prayer, to come and act in obedience to what he said that we are supposed to do as he leads and guides us, but also that's what's standing in his word. And John chapter 11, verse 42, it clearly, and you get the end of 41 captures it as well. It clearly displays something about our Lord and Savior, and it's that he had a closeness mm-hmm. with the Father. And by closeness, I mean not just favored because he was God's son, but Christ had a knowledge of the nearness of God, the Father, and the power of his Holy Spirit. He knew that Amen. God was near. He knew Holy Spirit was on him. He knew the power of God was right there with him at the moment that he spoke. It wasn't like it was traveling from the throne of God and you know <laughs> trying to navigate through space and all that to get to him kind of like how we see that appear in Daniel. But no, no, no. Christ knew the nearness, Amen. intimately knew the nearness of God, his Father, and the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's what he wants us to focus on and walk in. He's near you. The word of God is nigh thee, even in your mouth and in your heart. Well, God and his word are one. Jesus is the bread of life. He is the word, right? In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. I mean, how much more clear can God make it for us that he's here with us? So when you're speaking, you're not going, hello, 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 you know, to a God who's afar off. The voice to get however many million light years away or exactly right. and, you're <laughs> and not, then return and like no amen and you're not trying to break through a cloud of anything to get anywhere mm-hmm. to reach the throne we, we come boldly to the throne of grace because god is here with us he's amen. right here with us um and then you you know you think about how the lord um spoke and I'll, I'll just read 41 and 42 of John chapter 11. It says, then he took away, then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying, lying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and he said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And I know that you always hear me. But because of the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. So think about that. For someone to always hear you, that means they have to always be around you. Amen. Their heart has to always be focused on you and their ears have to be with intention listening, right? So that confidence that he had and that closeness, you can see that Christ took comfort in it. He had confidence in it and it made him bold in the knowledge of his father's nearness. Like there was no um, wavering in his stance. There was no, you out there, Lord, I hope you're going to hear me this time. Hello? You know, he wasn't, there was none of that. He was absolutely comforted, confident, and bold in the knowledge of the nearness of the Father to himself. And it was real to him, not Mm -hmm. imagined. So 
there's a need for us to transition in our mind. Stop yelling to the throne of God. That's Uh eons and eternities away. But the throne of God is in you. The kingdom of God has come. It's with you and it's in you. It's in your heart. And if you've made Jesus the Lord of your life, and if you have truly set him in his place upon the throne of your heart, he's there. He's here. And guess what? Even in the the natural, Mm -hmm. the veil has been torn a long time ago. So you can boldly come. And just like Joshua, not only did he come into the Lord's house, he remained in the Lord's presence. Amen. Says he never left the tent of meeting. Well, yes, that's that's a natural, I'll say, example of how we are to be spiritually with the Lord. Even Gabriel, when he came to Mary, or and uh, excuse me, to um, John the Baptist's father, Zechariah, mm-hmm. said, "I'm Gabriel." And he gave his bona fides, if you will. I stand in the presence of the Lord. Well, isn't that exactly where we're supposed to be? In his presence, always. Standing before him. Elisha said the same thing. Elijah, excuse me, said the same thing while standing before the king. He says, I'm here before the Lord, whom I, or, I, or I stand before the Lord. I'm... Um, I forget exactly how it's phrased. I'm going to paraphrase it, right? But he's like, whom I stand yeah, is the Lord before whom I stand is how mm-hmm. we phrase it. Yes, thank you. So aren't we supposed to do the same thing? And it's really not a, a doing per se as much as it is as a knowing yes, per amen. se. Because Elijah was literally physically on the earth, but yet still understood and knew that he stood before the Lord. He amen. stood in the presence of God. So... um. It's real. It's not imaginary. And I just want to read this to you, Romans chapter 10. And let's see, verses, I'll start at verse six. It says, but the righteousness of faith speaks in this way. Do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down from above, or who will descend into the abyss, that is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the Mm -hmm. word of faith which we preach, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whomever believes on him will not be put to shame. Now, I know that you typically hear that just talking about initial salvation and the new birth. But this applies to everything. And did Jesus just silently understand that he and the Father were one? Or did he believe it and then he then he spoke it? Believed it and <laughs> spoke it. And actually he I'll said say it, he, he taught it. it. He put his faith in action. He mm-hmm. lived it. And he did it. He lived it. Mm-hmm. He walked in this. So you stand in the presence of God. And Christ specifically, the fullness of the Godhead is dwelling in you and is with you and upon you and around you and is for you. This is something that you're going to have to meditate on. Um, Amen. The fact that he's near. He's not a far off. He's not someone you don't have to traverse and travel to the throne of God. You don't have to... Um, you don't have to physically beg. You don't have there. to crawl you don't on have your to hands and knees. Please. Right. You don't have to wait for someone who seems more important. You don't have to look at those in the scripture and feel like they were more important to God or more special to God than you are. They're not. He is no respecter of persons. And a matter of fact, the same love that he loves the son with, he's bestowed that treasure and Amen. that love upon us 
and it's not weakened and it's not lessened. As a matter of fact, when Christ was here in the earth, he said that um, he was praying and praying for the disciples. And he said that we would know that the world would know actually that you sent him and that you have loved them with the same love that you've had for us. Um, let's see, let me read that. The same love that we had for, that he, the father had for the son. That's John 17. Mm-hmm. And, oh, let's see. I'll start at verse 21. It says, that they may all be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one with us, that the world may believe that you sent me and the glory which you gave me, I have given them that they may be one just as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may be made perfect in one and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. So of all the things that, the, that Jesus could ask that the world would know, all of creation would know, not just the, the uh, world as in the worldliness or worldly nature would know, but that everyone would know disciples that have that were there at the time and that would come in the future um, unbelievers that were there at the time and that would come in the future and even the adversary everyone would know that number one he was sent by the father and number two he loves us the father loves us just like he loves jesus christ well the lord repeats it again just a few verses later in verse 25 says "O righteous father although the world has not known you Yet I have known you, and these have known that you sent me, and I have made your name known to them, and will make it known, so that the love with which you have loved me may be in them, and I in them. Amen. So, so clearly this is important to the Lord. Amen. And literally, he stopped me from moving on to tell you this, this message, to amen. talk to the Lord as though he is standing right there with you. Because he is. Because he is. And his love for you has sw- it swells, and it's to the point that the same exact love that he had for the, the literal disciples, disciples that were with him, the same love that the Father had looking at his only begotten Son, the same love that Jesus Christ has for anybody in the Scripture who seems like they may be important or special or, uh, you know, I don't want to use the word powerful, but that's sometimes how we... Mm-hmm correlated in our minds, which is ungodly, but the power is Christ, but the same love that he had for anybody else who did anything for him and in his name in the scriptures he has for you. He wants you and he needs you to understand that he's right there with you and to walk in that truth, that knowledge, and that understanding. And we are also instructed and commanded to have the same mind that was in Christ Jesus and to mimic him, imitate him as a dear child and consider things the way that he did. So you take comfort and you have confidence and you have boldness in the knowledge that the father, God, father, son, and Holy spirit actually, but we'll just stay with the father for right now, but that the father is near you and his power is near you. And that would Mm -hmm. be Holy spirit in particular is right there with you in you, on you, upon you, and for you. He is cheering you on. He's rooting for you to succeed, and he wants you to use his name. He wants you to walk in. Every bit of everything he's laid up and set aside for your life, he wants you to have his best. And that includes 
living his best, but doing his best as well and being that vessel that receives the well done, thou good and faithful servant when you finish this lifetime. My love, did you have anything else you wanted to say? No, I just want to encourage the listeners to move forward with the Lord mm -hmm. in step with him, right? I mean, let's, let's also look at it this way. If we were to hang out, we would be communicating, talking all the time, mm -hmm. right? Hey, did you see this or that or whatever the thing is and get each other's thoughts? Well, that's how our relationship is to be with the Lord because mm -hmm. he's literally right there. And, and I know that's how both of us, I'll say, function throughout life, right? We're all, whatever we're seeing, we're talking to the Lord about it and whatever he's talking to wants mm -hmm. to discuss, first mm -hmm. and foremost, right? But I want to know his ways and his thoughts. Well, that's happening as we go about the day, mm -hmm. everywhere we go. And you too can live out and function throughout your life, spiritually as well as naturally, in the same way. And, and isn't that prayer? Isn't that how we communicate with the Lord? So there, there is another tip or um, key for talking about increasing our prayer life. How do we pray all day? Well, talking with the Lord, yeah, getting his ways just as we go. Just have a conversation with the Lord. Exactly. And that's also communion and fellowship and not the traditional communion sense, mm -hmm. but that is communing with the Lord mm -hmm. as we go about our day. Amen. Amen. And um, just real quick, Jesus was not afraid to say, Lazarus, come forth. Why? Amen. Because he knew that the father was right there with him. <laughs> so <laughs> there was no doubt or question as well. Well, are you really going to do it, Lord? Or no, no question whatsoever. Nothing, no question about it. So you take confidence and take heart and do not be afraid to command the adversary to speak forth what the Lord tells you to um, be used by God in the fullness of what he wants. Don't be scared about being embarrassed, right? I mean, these people were all but mocking him before he got there. You know, he's going to stink and uh, right. Right all before these... he spoke what the Lord told him to speak. Right. And that made to the point to of yes. um, commanding Lazarus to come mm -hmm. forth. All these things were happening around them. And the Lord was not disturbed by any of it because the father was there with him and he Amen. knew that and that he was in his own cocoon, if you will, his own environment with mm -hmm. the Lord. And so, you know, talk to the Lord as though he is standing right there with you and do everything that you do as though he's standing right there with you. Know that he's on your side. Know that he's on the side of his word coming to pass when you speak it out of your mouth. And he is willing, ready, and able to work with you and in you and for you. And he loves you. So we have put our faith in the name of Jesus Christ. He's near us. He's always with us. That's all I had to say about this episode. And I believe I have peace from the Lord and he's pleased with that. So I'm just going to leave it right there with you. And, you know, we love you. We are expecting good things in this year for you, but always for you, regardless of where you are, what day it is or where you go, because God is with you. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Um, we love you. God bless you. And remember to live your life in the Messiah's love. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. 
Click on Connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe.